even though it is the worst podcast I have ever heard. friends we are the smarky geeks i am frankie aka damien de jesus damien. Oh. Okay. oh we'll talk about that later yeah and i am fuck what name i used <laughs> I, I i have a i have a tension headache that i'm, I'm kind of trying to fight through all right now you got now you gotta do it <laughs> on the fly oh <laughs> and dashing John Turiano. There you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, and you're listening to episode 29. Uh, contact information as always. You can reach the show at www.thesmarkygeeks.com. Call hotline number at 347-SMARKY6 or 347-762-7596. Ask us a question. Be part of the show. Whatever. Um, subscribe to us on whatever podcast cache you use. Just type in The Smarky Geeks or Smarky Geeks. and will be the ones that show up. Uh, subscribe to us on Twitter is at Smarky Geeks at Frankie DeJesus at the John Turiano. Also subscribe subscribe to us on our Facebook groups. My favorite place to be online. Also on Instagram at the Smarky Geeks and, and to the show. How you been, John? Besides your attention headache, I'm doing alright. How you doing? I'm alright. Hanging in there. What you been watching? What you been doing? What are we watching actually? We're watching the. Because tonight is Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, when you guys are hearing this, Money in the Bank will already happen. Yeah. But we're recording on a Sunday night, and the, tonight's Money in the Bank. So we're watching the first Money in the Bank. Yeah, the first official Money in the Bank. Pay per view. 2010. Was yes. It? Yeah. And there are actually two Money in the Bank. This is one of the years they did the brand split. Yeah. So the current Money in the Bank match we're watching is Edge, Christian. No, not Edge. I'm sorry. Christian, Matt Hardy, The Big Show, Kane. Kofi Kingston, Cody Rhodes, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Skip, I don't think I missed it. No, I don't think so. Oh, did he say Drew? And Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. It's uh, weird watching Drew McIntyre. It's looking at Drew McIntyre because he's so skinny. He's so huge now. Yeah. Same thing with Matt. I feel like Matt is in better shape now. Yeah, he, I don't know about that. Because in this, you can still see that he probably has the... The fusion. The fusion thing. Yeah, the way he's, he's probably walking, so. new at this point. I don't know. And he's he's bigger now, and and uh, on this show, the he probably is. He's probably had just gotten over the surgery. Yeah, so Cody's skinny as hell. Cody's super skinny. Yeah, it's interesting. I think I don't know if this is SmackDown or Raw. I'm guessing this is SmackDown because the because the briefcase, the is, briefcase blue. is blue. Probably yeah. But they mentioned Nexus during Cody's intro, so it might be. I don't remember if Nexus was on Raw or SmackDown. Oh, I can't recall. I don't know. So anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm watching the first pay per view Money in the Bank. Yeah. Now, let's get let's get over some news. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do some news real quick. Uh, Roman was on TMZ. Roman Reigns. It's weird that like TMZ is like a like legit site now. 
Like, it's just weird. Well, they've always been, like, legit. But yeah, but TMZ's always been, they like... They come off as that, that tabloid. Because they are. Um, but they are a tabloid. They're not, like, real reporters, you know? Right. But they do get information, like, before anyone else does. Yeah. You know, they're, they're good at their job at getting information, you know? So much so that courts use them, you know? So... Um, but yeah, so yeah, so they went to TMZ. He went. To, I don't know if he did. He go to TMZ or TMZ probably I went to him. Know. I would yeah. assume TMZ probably went to him for a thing. And basically, he's just saying why he's been missing, and it's not because of his health. It's more concerned for his children. Well, I think originally it was because of his health. I think one. I, I don't. I'm not gonna say none of that to do with it. I think part of it's his health. But I think he feel even if he feels safe to come back, mm-hmm. he's not gonna do it because of his children. Yeah. But part of it is his health, I think. Well, according to him, I'm just saying, right. based on the TMZ, according to him, it's not for his health. According to his doctors, his it's his immune system is fine. Everything's fine with him. He wants to stay awake for his children. Probably because of his health as well, part of what you're saying. Like, right. he can still get sick and, and and pass it to his children. You know, he doesn't want to risk right, that. Right, you know? right, So, I'm sure there's that concern in, in that regard of his and health. And he's not the only one doing it because of that. The young bucks are out, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because of their children, like Matt has Nick or Matt has a newborn, yeah, and Matt has kids at home, yeah. So, so yeah, so that that was that was basically it. Yeah, he came out saying it's not for that. Um, I don't think in the interview they touched upon why he's disappeared from WWE, like he's non-existent now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they they at least touched upon that. Part of me feels like that whole non-existent thing is a work. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Like, like we're, we're talking so much more about Roman now that he doesn't exist in WWE than we would have talked about him when he did exist in WWE. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So could this be like a, a work from Vince and like take everything out, get everyone talking about it because everyone's going to be with their conspiracy theories and all that shit and then when Roman comes back there'll be this big comeback. You know? Maybe. Yeah, they they the thing we we talked about this a while ago. They screwed up the Roman Reigns thing so bad. They they shoved him down our throats. Yeah, remember what I I said the problem with Roman Reigns has been his push was never organic. It was always a, a forced push. Yeah, you know people like Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Bret Hart, Stone Cold. They even Kofi. We're watching Kofi right now. It was an organic thing. Daniel Bryan, CM Punk. It was an organic thing where the, where the fans wanted to see them. Yeah. You know, their championship wins were because the fans wanted it. That's how Roman Reigns should have been. Yeah, but... Or they should have just healed him out and just gone with that entirely. Yeah, but the, this company wants to create... They want to be responsible for their stars, I guess. Right. And the thing about... You mentioned Kofi and Daniel Bryan, CM Punk... Those guys specifically were forced down Vince's throat by the fans, right? Because it was demanded so much that he had a. They finally had to adhere to it and then say, hey, "All right, fine. There's, there's your star." You know, and then, then it, it for each one it quickly goes away, doesn't it? Right? Yeah. How long? How long before that? Before Punk left? How long before that? Before. <laughs> Unfortunately, Daniel Bryan was an injury situation. Right, right. But how long do you think that would have lasted for him? You know? Having those two belts and shit like that. I don't think it would have lasted too long with Vince there. You know? 
uh, or or even trips. You know, how long would it or Coffee Kingston? You know, you know, look how that lasted. Yeah. You know? That was great. That was great. You know, that win was great against against Daniel Bryan and stuff like that. But everything ever since then, it was just downhill for for um, WWE. You know. Yes, I did. I. It almost feels like the main roster, like Raw and Smack, they, they've forgotten how to create stars. Yeah, the star the star machine is dead with them. But NXT, for some reason, they figured it out. Like, for some reason, maybe it's Triple H is doing, but they figured it out. They know how, to, maybe not how to make, like, superstars, but they know how to make their stars seem like stars. Keith Lee, Adam Cole, Gargano, Tommaso. They know, they, they, they know how to do it. Yeah. Well, I think they just let it breathe, let it grow, let it. That's what they did. Don't let it. Don't don't try to force it down people's throats and stuff like that. Right. Um. And they picked. And I noticed that they picked the right people too. Like NXT picks the right stars to be stars. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. I mean, now they know. They're right. We brought in Adam Cole. Sorry. That's a, for the first time. It's my fault. My fault. on sounds never gonna happen to me. God damn it. They brought in Adam Cole. They saw immediately he was over. And now he was he over, he's talented. We're going to make him a star. Tommaso and Johnny Gargano, we saw how great they are in the ring. And they have a, you know, and they know how to control the crowd. They, they know what they're doing. They did great with Adam Cole, for sure. I was never really that big of a fan of Adam Cole before NXT. And I'm a bigger fan of his NXT run than, he, than yeah. his indie and Ring of Honor run. You know? Right. And he was big in the indies in the Ring of Honor. I just wasn't, you know, when he was in Bullet Club, I just didn't really care for him. He was such a basic wrestler. Right. He was great character. His character, like I remember you saying that yeah. way back. His character was great. His, his wrestling was basic. His wrestling was basic. And I, I love him in a plunder match. But everything else was just whatever. You know, I didn't care for him. But, but in NXT, he has proven that he's a star. Yeah. But you the know? problem with that... Can he? Do you see him on the main roster? Like he's such a small guy, you know, and skinny, which is yeah. funny. He wasn't always skinny. If you look at his Ring of Honor stuff, he was really plump. That that's a really good question. I wish I. I really don't want. No, I, I know I've been reading online of different like fan page social pages for NXT. People are saying they're already tired of Adam Cole's run. As champion, like no, he should move to NXT Raw SmackDown, mm. which pissed me off. Just reading it, so I'm like people, people talk at both sides of the mouth. They hate when the title when people hot potato titles. They need for the WWE's, you know what? We're gonna keep the belt on Adam Cole for a while. He's had it for almost a year now. Yeah. Let him hold the belt. You know, let him. Anybody who wants the title, got to go through me, and I'll beat everybody that stands in front of me. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I I, I guess because NXT it's. Still, the developmental, you know? and, yeah. still is, you know? um, Part of it is because of some of the decisions they make, you know, and how they they do things with their characters too. But it, it that's basically it. It's just NXT is still developmental, you know. And you know, I, I, part of that I kind of blame the fans a little bit because they still want to see their favorite wrestler on Raw SmackDown. Your favorite yeah. wrestlers on NXT. NXT is a <laughs> is, is your is a brand. Yeah. Watch my NXT. Yeah. You want to see Keith Lee on? I want to see Keith people. I want to see Keith Lee get called up to the main roster. Keith Lee is on the main roster. He's on the NXT brand. Hmm. But unfortunately, it's not the main roster. I, yeah. that, it's not. That, that's the. I blame yeah. the fans for that. 
Well, you can't. Like, a it's, little bit. It's how bro- WWE treats it. You know what I'm saying? The, look at the, the, the brand is just, it's, it's the third brand. It is still the third brand. And that's you know? fun. I don't mind it being the third, third Whoa. brand. Just don't make. It's got to get that developmental tag off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's got to get. It's got to get that tag removed. And the fans are as long as the fans can, can continue saying, oh, "I want to see this guy on, on the main roster." I want to see this guy on the main roster. Even like some of the website, mm-hmm. people stop treating stop talking about it like that. You, know, you want to see your favorite... Keith Lee is one of your favorite wrestlers. You want to see him? Watch NXT. There's no reason for Raw and SmackDown's ratings to be 1.2, 1.3 million. NXT can't hit a million. It's the same company. That's people lo- continue looking at NXT as developmental. The fans are part of it. WWE is part of it. They got to start pushing it more as a main brand. Yeah, but also NXT is a different show than Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, it, 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 it is the better show to us because we're, we're wrestling marks. But... The, the general fan, those millions of people that watch Raw and SmackDown, they don't they, they don't like NXT. As soon as the only time NXT got that big push was when they did that Survivor Series War Games mix, remember? Yeah. Oh, and no, no, that was a good mix. Yeah, it was. That man. was successful for them. But then as soon as it was over, it was the third brand again. Like, they, you know, unfortunately, I think they need to, I don't know, somehow. Incorporated in some way, you know, do it, like you know the this the 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 tournament that they have NXT has the the cruise, cruiserweight the, yeah the, the yeah that should have been an inter company thing like half cruiserweights from SmackDown cruiserweights from Raw's cruiserweights from NXT you know and just intermingle them all you know and, yeah. and have three blocks maybe I don't know how you work that but yeah and just just say like. These are well. They should have. They should have four blocks, and then have like the two five. Have two block, two blocks of five each. That's twenty wrestlers, right? Yeah. And after you finish doing the block matches, but what would the blocks be? Because I was saying like the blocks would be one. One block would be NXT. One block would be oh. No, I'm saying I'm saying four blocks. I'm saying I maybe have one block NXT, one block of Raw, one block of SmackDown, one block just kind of mixed it up a little bit. People who aren't quote unquote signed or something like that. Yeah. And then at the end of it. You have the like block like the the top two. Then then you do basically a tournament match that month. You have the like one and two fight block A, block B fight, block C and block D, and those two winners fight each other. Yeah. Then it becomes a tournament. Yeah. Something. Something. Something that mixes it all together. Unfortunately, uh, I don't want to see that because I want my NXT to just not be involved with the main roster. To tell you the truth. But there are so many cool guys on the main roster. That could be an NXT that will probably be way better than NXT. Look at the revival before they left; they were floundering on the main roster. Mm-hmm. They had that one match in NXT before they left against UE. That's something I want to talk about later. And they, and they showed why they're that good. Yeah. Can I transition to something else real quick? Um, sure, I'm done anyway. You're done. Revolt. You you brought up the revival, aka the revolt. They recently had their, they had an interview with Jericho. Right. Um, and. It was, it was it was a great interview. They talked about how they wanted to leave, how they they didn't they wanted to make sure that they were on top before demanding their release because they wanted Vince to know that this isn't because we're not being pushed. Right. We we don't feel like we're being used utilized properly. Well, it wasn't just them. It was 
they felt that the tag teams were doing yeah. the doing the tag, the tag teams, teams were not themselves. treated yeah. properly. You got to give them credit for that. Like they're like, you know what? We don't care about us winning titles. We just want tag teams to be taken seriously. Here. Yeah. So. so as much shit as everybody gave them for the, they for wanting to leave, they were doing it for the right reason. Yeah, and they got offered. For like fifteen months, something like that, like a lot of money. Yeah, they turned and they turned it down. There was a lot of money on the table, and they turned it down, which I thought was cool. Um, one thing that I they they shed light on was that that push that they were gonna give on uh, the revolt, that or that new angle that they were giving with the stupid comedy. Yeah, that was all true. Yeah, it was all true, but that's not what was in question. Um, is that they were going to do it? They were willing to do it, you know. Uh, and if you hear what the push was, I kind of could see it working because it was it was a comical gimmick, but they were using the the revival's real life like you know complaints and stuff like that, which has been public. You know, the, the revival's always been uh, out, you know loud about how they feel about the tag division and stuff like that, and how you have to be a comedy gimmick in order to be seen and stuff like that. So they decided to use that as their as their um, focus, you know what I'm saying? Like they were doing that comedy stuff on purpose, right? In spite of Vince, it might have. Like, right, oh, look, 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 we're we're shaving each other's backs because that's the only time you ever fucking see us, you know that type of thing, you know. I, I can see that working. You know, so I was like, oh, that would have worked actually. You know, like it would have worked, but it would for a little while. Like that's they, they, they couldn't it couldn't sustain. Yeah. So I thought that was I was like, oh, that's like a little eye opener of it, like. You think it's just some stupid thing that we're just gonna switch on them and they're like, oh, now they're just, you know, tweet a D, tweet a dumb or whatever the fuck. But it was actually like, it had a decent like at least story behind it that they were gonna do. Like it was based on reality and that they were doing this comedy stuff not to be funny but to be spiteful right. about how they feel they need to be seen. I was like, oh, I can, I, I, I would have been able to roll with that. Uh, if I watched those shows. <laughs> now, another thing that came out, nothing to do with them, with them not directly, um, EC3 cut another promo, like YouTube, like a little video promo. Yeah. And it looks like if he, he's going to end up in AEW teaming with the Revolt. Because oh, he yeah. said fear the Revolt. Yeah. I think that he's going to be part of that faction with them. Yeah. Well, he says, did he say fear the Revolt or fear the Revolution or something like that? He said Revolt. Okay. I don't remember the exact wording of it. Okay. And he changed his look. He shaved his head and everything. You know. Yeah, he looks good. I like the whole. He's oh, he's oh, I look. He's not one of those guys that's like gonna wow you in the ring, but he's solid. He always has been. Yeah, uh, he's a great promo too. And he and, do, and he do, and he cares what he do, and he cares about the business. You can tell. Yeah. So, it'll be. I mean, excuse me. His best time for an eight in um, TNA. Yeah. No, WWE. Oof. WWE ruined him. Another guy that came in was like, I hope they get ruined. Yeah. Speaking of Vince McMahon, this guy actually came out a while ago, I think, but I, heard, I read it this week. Remember the Ascension when they got when they got called up? Yeah. And the first oh, time on yeah, TV, the this. first time on TV, they got completely buried by the announcers. Yeah. According to Arn Anderson, Vince told the announcers to bury the Ascension. Yeah. That I, was crazy. I'm, I'm like, like, come on, man. You're really going to bury it. They essentially should have came in from day one and just destroy people. Yeah. It was, it, was there any reason behind it? That no, said? I don't think... I, it's I, just I, him hating NXT. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was always like... They didn't... I forgot what it was. It was like a rumble or something like that. And Roman was in the ring just throwing out nothing but NXT guys at one point. I was like, she's... Yeah, so... 
I honestly, from what I read somewhere, Vince doesn't even watch NXT. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I know you said more than once that you can't. You want WWE to go out of business, like you. That would be, and I, I always fought you on it. Kind of like maybe, because I. Maybe it would leave a huge vacuum that either a new company come and fill it, or some company that's there can just become the next vacuum of it. You know. Now, what I mean, WWE going out of business—that's that's like really—I can't see that happening. Could you? Would you be okay with Triple H taking over? Oh yeah, for sure. It'll be a better show for sure with him on top. Yeah, I mean. This Vince is just so out of touch. He yeah. really is. I mean, even with the whole empty arena shit, you can tell you that out of touch. Yeah. Although, I mean, they've gotten better. I mean, I don't know what... The, I haven't really been watching the main roster stuff, no, but NXT has gotten a lot better. It has. The one thing I still mean, we're, we're going to get to it now, but we'll get to it eventually, but the one thing I still don't like that you pointed out to me, they still do the intro like there's a crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, they're, they're still treat it like they still treat the intros and the ring announcements like there's a crowd. Yeah, they're treating it like it's a soap opera, you know, like it, you know, or or like like they're acting in front of a for a live audience or some shit. Right, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Um, let's go to AW real quick. Uh, they got fined or officially fined the ten thousand dollars. Right. Uh, for ooh. Was it Michigan? No, Maryland. Maryland. Uh, right letter. What? Right letter. Michigan, Maryland. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, $10,000 uh, for... Well, not officially fine. Because they, they, they came upon an agreement that the AW was agreeing to pay. So they never were officially fined, I guess. Um, that's weird, you know, legal um, legalese or whatever the fuck. Um, and probably that's like the one of the biggest Karen moments ever. <laughs> Where uh, Chris Cheerio, whatever the fuck his name is, the WC was yeah. WCW guy, yeah, 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 announcer or something like that. Uh, yeah, like he has some gripe with AEW. Like she's like that woman who called the cops on those people that were having a barbecue She's in the a park. Ca- he's a Karen. He's a Karen. That's why I said it. Like yeah. One of the biggest Karen moments ever. It's just like, I don't like these people having fun. And the the Maryland, what was it, sport? What's it called? Maryland, Maryland State Athletic Commission. Yeah, the Athletic Commission, which I don't I don't understand. I mean, I like that this happened. Well, re- I mean, even though wrestling is... See, WWE stays away from that a little bit because they, cause they consider quote-unquote entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. But every other wrestling promotion, not just AEW, they're considered a sport, mm-hmm. a contact sport. Yeah. So because they're considered a contact sport, they fall under the purview of the Maryland State Athletic Commission. Yeah, and but... Maryland has a problem with blood. Yeah, Maryland, yeah. So I, I just think it's stupid, though. Like, it's, it's just dumb. <laughs> um, but I do like that it happened because it kind of does give... Like a weird kayfabe legitimacy, right? I guess. Like they got fined by this, you know? I guess. You know, they got to pay fines for, for breaking the rules because they brought in bar, uh, a barbed wire broom. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was weird. 
NWA is keeping 95% of their roster. Um, this I should give credit to who broke this because I just heard about it. And I think it was just broken by um, I, uh, Voices of Wrestling is on like a wrestling podcast, and it was like their exclusive. So I just want to make sure I give them proper um, credit. Uh, so I heard it from them. Um, NWA is keeping ninety five percent of their roster. Um, seems as though they signed like very small um, contracts. It's like four months contracts instead of like years and stuff like that. Right. Probably, probably because you're probably going to say the same thing. Get, they, re- they record. Well, no, well, that, and I think that they know that, you know, these guys could probably get more money from someplace else. They don't want to hold people back either. Yeah, well, that's another thing that's interesting, which is kind of cool that they got 95%. Uh, from what I hear, these contracts were uh, a lot less than what they were before because of the situation that's right. going on. They couldn't offer as much as they could before. You know, so it's kind of cool that they got 95%, you know? of their roster to come back with smaller money. Um, I know for sure one guy that they lost is Ricky Starks. Really? I liked him. He was cool. But you know what? I think it's time for him to leave. He's going to shine somewhere else, you know, because he's, he was like a standout person on that show. And I think he's NXT bound or AEW bound or wherever he lands. Um, he'll shine over there. Uh, they're keeping Zicky Dice. So that's awesome. Well, I think he just needs a tour with his band. So, yeah, <laughs> this is perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yes. For what I heard, they, they signed, everyone signed up for four months with a company option, which means once that four months is up, they can decide if they want to stay for another four months or something like that. Right. So, that's kind of cool. Um, last bit of news, unless you got anything else to pop in. Uh, no. New Japan Pro Wrestling has officially canceled oh, Wrestle yeah. Dynasty. Yes. We kind of we talked about it a few times. Yeah, we weren't going anyway. Yeah, even if they hold it, we we were probably going to skip it. Yeah, but yeah, it's for the best. Yeah, you know everybody's in a rush to open up the country again. Take your time. Everything you know for us, we're losing our entire summer. For you, me, you know personally, we're losing our entire summer. No Comic Con, no rest, no nothing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's what's best. I think I posted this on Facebook that I'm not counting this year towards my birth, towards my age because I'm not yeah, because I didn't, not I'm not using it. it. <laughs> so, but all jokes aside, I'd rather be healthy so next year I can actually be around to celebrate my 50th birthday. Yeah, I'm gonna be 50 next year. I want to be around for that. So I'd rather lose this year. And be around next year so I can go crazy for that. Yeah. So you're losing WrestleMania. People are upset about it, but I think most people realize that it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. You, you, that is like fact. Right. The people that are complaining about it are the minority. Most people want to yeah. follow the rules. Most people want to stay home. Most people want to do all that shit. Uh, but the people that are complaining that want to go, that's the minority. They don't, I always say, you know, the loud minority. Right. You know? Uh, most people I think I, I, I don't know what the last poll was or anything like that, but I think it was like 80 to 20% or something like that They're around those those numbers you know most people want the country shut down until this is taken care of you know so, uh, unfortunately people or media even you know the, decide to focus on those people who bitch and complain and go right. outside when you're not supposed to and stuff like that you know 
damn, next year is going to be crazy, though, dude. Especially if things are really starting to open up again. Yep. All the crap we're going to do. Yeah. It's going to be crazy next year. Which brings us to our mid card. Um, so last, you know, last week we talked. I'm gonna move on to the the, okay. the, the, the cards. So last week we talked about um, the we did our draft for running two shows, one produced by NXT, the other produced by AEW, and it's gonna be the welcome back to the fan shows um, night one, which I got, which will be at MSG. Yep. Um, and night two is gonna be at Barclays. Barclays Center. Barclays Center. And uh, this is our shows, and uh, that we're gonna do that we put together with both NXT and AEW rosters that we drafted last week, and it's a fantasy show for the fans for when everyone is allowed to come back and and do their and and, and do the shows and do full capacity shows and stuff like that. Um, so let me get my my card right quick. Do you want me to go first since I got night one? Might as well, right? Uh-huh. Night one, night two? Yeah, go for yeah. it. So. Did you name your pay-per-view? Yes, and I'll get to that in one second. So, first off, I'm just going to go, go over who who it was I got real quick. No, don't. don't. No, real quick. No, 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 don't do that. Because you, you're going you're gonna, to, you, you'll say it as you go through the card. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so, my card is called. Uh, AEWX NXT Welcome back Battle Bowl Okay uh, So now Before I get into it Like I had texted you to find out if, No I texted you to let you know I made a mistake With the numbers Of right. the roster So it was supposed to be 22 instead of 24 Well I, I kept mine at 24 Yeah yeah no I, I, So did I um, So so when you text, when you responded, you wrote, you told me what your main event may or may not be. I don't know what it is if you kept that idea. Right, right. But when you texted me, I was kind of pissed that you texted me that. I was like, ah, don't let me know what you're gonna do. You know, okay. don't you know, don't surprise me. I want to be surprised. I mean, okay. you know? But I was happy that you did it because it really got my mind like fucking running. Like holy shit, like, let me do something different. Because right. I basically had my card down, but it was a basic card. And, you know, like, it will still be, like, a card I would still pay for, like, a pay-per-view for. But I think what I did after you told me what your thing was going to possibly be. Uh And I was like, you know what? This is so much better. So I made some, I moved things around. I shouldn't have said anything. You shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, It's fine. So, my kickoff, not my kickoff, my buy-in. I did the same thing. I called it a buy-in. I did exactly. Yours is kickoff. I called it a buy-in. Yours is kickoff because you're NXT. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, so my buy-in match matches no well, match rather uh, is my buy-in is two parts one is the match and the other thing I'll get to in a second is a tag match featuring Darby Allen Adam Page versus Kushida and Roderick Strong so you got current tag champion versus why would you put them in the pre-show you'll see um Nothing but stars on my my fucking thing here, so it's all good. Okay. Uh, all right. So, so you got Darby Allen, crazy motherfucker, flying all around the place. You got Adam Page, a current tag champion. You got Kushida, a tag specialist. Roger Strong, another tag specialist. You know, 
So that would be a crazy last match. It'll be half hour long. And the winner will go to Kushida and Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. Um, with Roderick Strong getting a pin on Darby. Okay. Uh, I say that because of out of all these wrestlers, Roderick is just the best in there. You know? So I give him the win. The next part of my buy-in is the Lethal Lottery. Alright. Uh, if you know what the Battle Bowl is. Yes. Um, and uh, which will announce the teams for the Battle Bowl, which will be the main event. Um, those teams are Orange Cassidy, Cocabana, Cody Rhodes, Y2J, Cameron Grimes, Angel Garza, Dexter Loomis, and Keith Lee, Tyler Breeze, and Lance Archer are the tags for the Battle Bowl. Now, the first match of the night will be Hikaru Shida versus Rhea Ripley. Alright. Just a kickoff match. And I'm giving the win. This one was weird for me to choose. I couldn't. It was kind of hard. I'm giving it to Shida. Primarily because of nepotism. Uh, out of those two, she's my favorite. So I'm, I'm right. giving it to her. Um, the next up is a ladder match featuring the Bucks versus the Brozoweights. Um, All right. Which I think in real life would fucking rule. <laughs> this will be another long match. And there's and it's the it's a ladder match, so that's the Bucks specialty. And there's no fucking way I'm giving this to the Brozoweights. Mm-hmm. The Bucks take it. Next up is Nyla Rose versus Charlotte Flair in a straight up match for the title of the Wednesday Night Queen. <laughs> Uh, straight up match Nala Rose versus uh, Charlotte Flair uh, and I give it to Charlotte Flair alright easy um, like, I, like it would be a match for sure I think those two would, would actually put on a great fucking match but I think overall I, I just can't put Nala Rose over Charlotte at this point in her career and now my co-main event or whatever you want to call it is a New York Street fight featuring John Moxley and Damian Priest for the AW title. See, you made title match. I didn't do no title matches. I just, I just threw it in. I, no, the, that's the only title match. All right. Charlotte Flair was for the Queen of Wednesday Night. That All was right. a, not, not a real title. Okay. And it's John Moxie, AW champion versus Damian Priest, and then that was so that setup was so bad. What are you talking about? Watch this match. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, dude, no one knows what you're talking about. You're I'm sorry. <laughs> It sounds like you're talking about my shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. We're watching Eva Torres versus Alicia Fox. Yeah. And it's so bad. <laughs> anyway, so it's John Moxie versus Damian Priest for in a New York Street fight. Uh, and this will be that type of match for to welcome back the crowds. Like, it'll be going all over the fucking place, walking bras and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, you like that. You like that crap. When it's done right. You know? Yeah. I, I don't want it done, like... Well, let's pull your hair to a certain spot for, you know, let's go up the steps while holding your neck. You know, that, no. But when it's done right, when you're just fucking fighting all over the place, that'll be awesome. You know? Okay. Yeah, and that's, that's what this will be. And then, of course, Moxie's going to win this. And then, then you have the Battle Bowl. 
with the teams I said before. You know, you got Orange Cassidy and Coca Bandit, like the comedy giving. And it's a battle, uh, if you don't know a battle bowl, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a battle royale, but with tag teams. So they're all in the ring fighting for supremacy and stuff like that. Um, now, if you didn't notice, one of these tag teams is a mix of AEW and NXT. Okay. Uh, and that's Lance Archer and Tyler Breeze. And so, so yeah, so you have Orange Cassidy, Coco Banana, they, they're doing their wrestling stuff, and it's mostly comedy with them, you know. And you got Cody Rhodes, Y2J, not trusting each other, trying to trust each other, and, you know, but they're experienced and generals in the ring, so they're, they're actually coming out on top and stuff like that. Yeah, Cameron Grimes, Angel Garza doing their thing. Dexter Loomis, Keith Lee, or big guys, fucking. You got Tyler Breeze and Lance Archer, but Lance Archer doesn't even give Tyler Breeze the time of day. He's not even acknowledging him. He's just destroying people in the ring. And in the end, I give it to Y2J and Cody Rhodes teaming up against Lance Archer and winning the Battle Bowl. That is night one. All right. Next week. Not in real life. I mean, like, the next week comes... The main, of, the main event. No. All right. It's just so, AEW and NXT TakeOver Return to Glory. Okay. The main event will be War Games. So, when you get to Barclay, the two rings are already set up. But you got to have your, t- your kickoff match. Kickoff match is a singles match. Trent Beretta versus Isaiah Swerve Scott. Nice. And Isaiah Swerve Scott gets the win. Okay. It's a kickoff match, good match, yeah. you know, because you know Trump Red is really good in the ring. So, mm-hmm. open, oh, yeah. opening match, the card begins. Velveteen Dream versus Sammy Guevara. Interesting. And with Velveteen Dream getting a win with the, the the elbow, the Dream, dream the Valley. Dream, the, the, no, the Purple, Purple Rainmaker. Rain good match. Okay. Next up, we have a women's tag match: Rio and Io Shirai versus Britt Baker and Mia Yim. Nice. And Rio and Rio and Io Shirai get the win when Britt Baker turns on Mia Yim and leaves. Oh, you in mixed character. it up. I like in how character. you did that. I in like character. that. I like it. You mix it all up. Rio and Io Shirai, both from Stardom Girls and stuff like that. Yeah. That's really good. I like it. All right, next up. I consider this a triple main event. All three matches can main event anywhere in the world. <laughs> First up, best, two out of three falls. Bobby Fish and Kyler Riley versus the Lucha Brothers. Oh, nice. Eh? But, at, because it's two rings, want to be fair to the fans, after each fall, they switch rings. Okay. All right, yeah, nice. that's nice. That's nice. And the Lucha Brothers get the win with Penta pins Bobby Fish. Nice. For the third fall. So, first fall goes to UE with Kyler Riley pinning Ray Phoenix. And then Penta pins Bobby Fish twice to get second and third fall. Nice. Great match. Goes about 35, 40 minutes. Next up. 30-minute Iron Man match. <laughs> Kenny Omega versus Johnny Gargano. Nice. And they switch rings after the 15-minute mark. Okay. Because you want to keep the fans yeah. on both sides. Yeah. With Johnny Gargano, you're going to hate me, Gargano gets the, gets the win. What? Against the best bout machine? He, Are he, you insane? He does it underhandedly. All right. No... Because no disqualification, he uses the weapon. You no, know, he pulls a chair out. He does what he has to do to win. Unbelievable. But he gets the win. Canceled. Whatever. 
<laughs> and the main event, War Games. Uh, I see it. Side one will be the Finn Balor, Joey Janela, Oni Larkin, and Santana Ortiz. Oh, you mix it up again. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. Side two will be Adam Cole, Tommaso Ciampa, Pac, Brody Lee, and Shane Thorne. Okay, okay. Now, it's not like the NXT war game, the traditional war games match. Tent, two rings, covered in a steel cage, submission or surrender, no pins. So the first two men in are Brody Lee and Joey Janela. Five minutes. And Brody just destroyed Joey Janela for five minutes. <laughs> Next man in the heel of next. There's only no heels on this. Next man in is only lurking. Then Adam Cole. Then Finn Balor. Then Tommaso Ciampa. Then Santana. Then Pac. Then Ortiz. Then Shane Thorne. And I'm gonna be, I want to see who wins. Um, the Which team side? with Adam Cole, Tommaso, Pac, Brody, and Shane Thorne win when Pac forces Finn Balor to submit to the what's his finisher called again? The brutalizer. The brutalizer. Yeah. All right, nice. I like it. So that's my pay per view. I like it. See, I got a little gimmicky, but not too gimmicky. No, it's good. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put these after the show. We're gonna put the cards up. On our on the Rip group page, and we'll let you guys decide who who has a better card. Yeah, the gimmicky bullshit day one card. What are you talking about? Battle. Why are you leading the audience for battle ball? Battle ball, fucking that we get the crowd involved in everything. Yeah. Oh my lord! Look at that. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. I mean, look, back in the day, <laughs> still. Anyway, focus. Anyway, yeah. Focus. No, what, what we're talking about, we're watching the Usos versus the Hart Dynasty. And Natty just came out in this gorgeous dress. Gorgeous top. And yeah. And look, it's um, that Davey, Davey Boy Smith. Davey Boy Smith. And, and the kid. And Tyson Kid, yeah. I like, they were very underrated as a tag team. They were good. I liked that Hart Dynasty. And there's the Usos. Look, look, look how young the Usos were back then. Yeah, wearing with gear. Ta- yeah, with Tamina. Yeah, Tamina. Speaking of what, you know, so she's in the money, the woman's money in the bank thing. And the Uzo doesn't even no, talk. she's in the money in the bank? I thought she was fighting um, Bailey. Well, she's fighting Bailey, I mean, yeah. yeah. She's going to be Bailey. You think so? Yeah, I got a funny feeling. Because they've been pushing it the, the way the Uzo say, now the only thing she hasn't done yet, she's been there forever, she never won the women's title. Uh-huh. I got a feeling she's going to win it. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I mean, there's only one reason why she's still with that company. Because who she is. Yeah, her father. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know about how much weight that holds anymore because Curtis Axel got fired. Look, whose father, look who his father was. Well, you, you think he got fired? I think he asked for it. You he know what I'm saying? Because that probably. came out after after all the drops were done. And then after that, Vince comes out and says, hey, if you want to let be let go. And then all of a sudden, Axel was like, uh, is let go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get it. I think, he, I think Axel asked for it. I think a lot of the guys asked for it. Yeah, that we're not hearing. I read, I wrote over at two. Now we're no, we're back. That a lot of the guys, there have been a lot of releases that nobody's talked about yet. But oh uh, yeah, that nobody's mentioned the releases yet. Yeah, so I'm sure we're gonna get more names coming out. Probably. So yes, anyway, we're back. So those <laughs> are our two cards. I'm gonna put them up probably tomorrow night, 
Oh yeah, it's like after the show's after the show drops, I'll put the cards out. Yeah. Well, let you guys decide, and you're probably gonna take it. Oh, I mean, I I eked out that first poll. Yeah. First of all, I was like, oh man. You know how you eked it out, right? Your what? brother was the deciding factor. Of course, your brother's gonna go with you. Of course, your brother's gonna go with you. you. My brother's a fair guy, man. Like, yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's your brother, though. He's, which is he, fine. He, it's it's it's. it's <laughs> There's no nepotism here. There's yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, whatever. no dynasty thing going on here, man. Whatever. You know? Whatever. <laughs> no, I quote, I quote, look, if you win because your brother voted for you, I'm going to call it a tie. All right, fine. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. What, no, no. Yeah. My brother watches wrestling all the time. Like, he knows all the guys. But he's going to always vote for you. Like, no, he knows what he's talking about, like. He doesn't watch wrestling. I know. I think is. he was just wondering. <laughs> I know. All right. Now on to the main event, the match beyond. Let's do this. I guess you go first. I went first last week. Give me a second. I bring up the card. Oh my goodness, man! You have one job. One job. Uh Oh, give me one second. Hold on. Oh everybody, my everybody's, god! Everybody's got. Everybody's got to relax. Everybody's got to take a seat and relax. Just give me a second. This, you know what? This sounds like an empty arena match right now. Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, I'm still more excited than your card. Oh my god! You keep leading the audience. All right, NXT. First of all, NXT um, AEW won the ratings, but. Again, this whole empty arena thing, I don't know how much I want to count it anymore. I think it's up on both sides, but it's still down. It's yeah, weird. I think at this point, you got to start looking at those numbers. Because I think this is, right now, the normal. <laughs> so, you know, and it's not going to change anytime soon. Yeah. You know, so I think it's... I don't think networks are going to be like, you're canceled because of this. Right. Right now. I think they'll give them that form of leeway. Um, but I do think... Like, if you look at AEW's numbers and in the ratings, actual, you know, demos and all that shit, and the, the, and the viewerships and all that stuff, and you look at NXT or even Raw SmackDown, AEW's in a better position for when things get back to normal. Because they've been pretty much keeping up with normal. Like, yeah. yeah. While NXT is plateauing at a certain point, but they're still low, Raw is just steep. SmackDown's not that much better. Yeah, and SmackDown's starting to f- go down too in ratings stuff like that. But Raw was the one that was just kept going down, 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 down. You know. So, so yeah. So if you like, if you break down, that's why I find it interesting sometimes. Is that you can look at these numbers, and be like, analyze them, and be like, oh shit. You know, A Dub's in a better position, even if they don't have millions of viewers. You know, they got the the ratings, and they're in a better position for when things get back to normal. Right. They, they have a loyal viewership and stuff like that. It's kind of, you know, it's interesting in that regard. Now, I want to write a book about it. Anyway. So, opening match was Johnny Gargano or Dominic Dajakovic. Johnny Gargano come out with new theme music. And, um... Oh, I'm sorry. I lost where I was. New, and he wins the match with his new. I guess I forgot to finish. I, I can't remember what it was, but his finish is called one final beat. Yeah, it wasn't a. They turned one of his normal moves into a finisher. It looks like it was the. 
that the DDTAF off the yes. ropes. Yes. Which is always a movie done, but I guess now I guess they're trying to switch things up. I guess now now that's his finisher. Um, I like his new character. I like you know they just totally healed him out. Like you know new theme music. They like, kept everything different. His tights say um, WWGJG. What would Johnny Gargano do? Like it has has those the, the first letter of, each, of that sentence on his tights. No, isn't it like do it the jerk Johnny Gargano no. way? No, um, no, it's with W ends with W. No, with um, no, the Johnny Gargano way. Yes, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, do it the Johnny Gargano yeah, way. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at me today. So the, yeah, so that's cool. The new theme music and his new and his new theme, his new outlook is all heart, no souls. So I kind of like that they're doing this. Yeah, my only I like it. I'm sure he's gonna make it work. My only problem is it's. It's the way AEW, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, NXT or WWE does it. Is this all right? The good guy, flip a switch. Now he's a bad guy, and now he, now he's a dastardly person. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's not something that's worked too. It's not like some character development. It's just, just flip, turn the corner around. Now he's a bad guy, and evil. You know, I just, I just don't like that. And anything after that, though, I think he's he's gonna work fine. You know, same thing with um his wife um. Candice LeRae. LeRae. You know, same thing. Like, she was all of a sudden, she's a good girl, all of a sudden she's a bad girl. You know, it's just flip a switch. You know, instead of developing her into a bad girl or something like that, just turn the switch. Um, the finish I don't like as a finisher. It's, it's going to be a setup every fucking time to get them to the ropes and shit like that. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't like it. I love the move. It's a good move. I just don't like it as a finisher. Right, next up, um, Imperium Challenge. Oh, well, what's your snark it? Uh, uh, th- three and three quarters. I loved it. I thought, I, it was, I thought it was a really good match. I gave it three and a half. It was really good. I thought it was fine. Other than the, the stupid finish. Um, I, I just didn't find a finish. You know, I, I watching the whole thing, I expected Candice to come out at some point. Right. Yeah. Go ahead, watch. Right, Imperium cut a promo challenging for NXT Tag Championships. So it's fine. That's they got fine. lucky that they got stuck there. <laughs> yeah, they, they really did. Yeah. All right. Um, Cruiserweight tournament match. Akira Tozawa pinned Jack Gallagher with a sent time from the top turnbuckle. This was a great match. Great and short. Yes. Yeah. I gave. It, I'm sorry. Now I gave it all three and three quarters too. I loved it. Yeah, three and three quarters. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I thought it was fine, and I think we're gonna get Kushida and and uh, Akira. Which will be an awesome thing at the at the as the final. I still think we're getting um, uh, uh, Spud. Yes, I can't remember his name. Goddamn, Drake. Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. Yes, right. Oh, we had kind of a squash match next. Chelsea Green defeated Zli. 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 Ali interfered in the match, distracting Ali, allowing Green to hit hit the I'm prettier for the win instead of the unprettier. The yeah. I'm prettier. So it looks like Ali is part of Robert Stone's new faction. Like, or she might be, yeah. Um, I didn't like the way the I'm Prettier looked. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if she's if, if this is the way she does it, or if there was something that just got fucked up there. Like, Azalee's head was up instead of look, supposed to be down. You know, it's like the kill switch, you know? It's basically right. what it is. But Zylee's head was completely up, like like looking up when she did it. I was like, is that the way it's supposed to look? Like I just at this I just don't like the way she does that I'm prettier. Um 
Zaylee is not some talent. I don't care for. Yeah. I didn't like this match. I gave it two snarks. Oh, same. He has a squash match, basically. All right, Velveteen Dream cut a promo on Adam Cole about their main event title match tonight. And we had the debut of Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Oh, Bordeaux. The entrance was kind of cool. You can't do it for every card, though. I don't mind it for the first time. You do know that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I know. This is NXT. They love their entrances. This is going to be every fucking match. Yeah. I liked it for the, like I, said, I liked it for the first entrance because of introducing them. But they're going to do it for the, It's going to get old really quick. It was old. For, I didn't like it. I, didn't I like, liked it. I, I, didn't, I didn't think Scarlet Bordeaux, or is she just Scarlet now? Just Scarlet, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Scarlet didn't look pretty in this. She, yeah, the, the, the way she had her hair and everything didn't do her justice. Because you follow her on social media, yeah. anything, she's gorgeous. Yeah, how do you do that? How do you make that not gorgeous? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's out there lip syncing and shit. I was like, this is I, I lo- fucking look, horrible. I loved the entrance. I didn't like it. It was. I thought it was stupid. I liked it because that's his, that's his debut. Again, like I said, I don't want them to keep doing it every week. I'm gonna get tired of it really quick. <laughs> go, but, go, be prepared. But for the first time, I didn't mind it. Be prepared. It anyway, and he beat. It's, it's, I'm sorry. It's gonna be every week until they decide not to push him anymore. Right. Because that's when you like with Kushida when he first started appearing, he had a long entrance too, and then they shortened it when they stopped pushing him. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's what's going to happen here. See, the worst part is that from the, you know, the social media, the fans love the entrance. I'm like, that's another reason going to keep doing it. It's so fucking But horrible. I liked it, though, man. I hate it. And you know what the other problem is? Smoke in the fucking ring. Yes. Like, that's like, the only part I didn't like. If they get rid of the smoke, yeah. it would well, be that's the, that That's the thing that makes it look any, any kind of cool. I liked it. I oh, God. Anyway, he beat Karen Cross, defeated Leon Ruff in a squash match. It just destroyed him. The match I liked. Uh, it was a good squash match. It was a good debut for Karen Cross to show that he's a monster. Yeah, he does like great fucking uh, title suplexes and shit like that. It was and Leon Ruff, that dude has been great. They um, should give him a contract. Like real, that guy's been great being squashed. Real quick, the referee was, is his girlfriend. Oh yeah, the referee Leon, that was Leon in, the female referee. Yeah, oh, I know. that's his girlfriend. Cool. So it was weird. Yeah. His girlfriend's refereeing his match. <laughs> yeah. So. Watch me die, honey. Um, Leon Ruff is from Evolve. He's one of those Evolve guys. Okay. He's part of um, Skulk. Um, yeah, they, they should sign him. That dude is, does great squashes. He's like the Marco Stunt of NXT right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the as much as I hated the fucking entrance and <laughs> I don't want to see it anymore. And as the the match it, squash or not, I gave it three and a half. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. Right, um, NXT Women's Championship match. Io Shirai defeated Charlotte Flair by disqualification after Charlotte used the candlestick. Before that, the match was great. Yeah. And then Rhea Ripley comes out to save Io Shirai. And Io Shirai starts arguing with Rhea Ripley for some reason. I don't know why. And they started arguing. Yeah. Then yeah. They, they were interviewing, I guess, Rhea Ripley backstage, like outside after. And Io Shirai came out and they started fighting. I don't get it. Ripley saved her. Why, why are you arguing with her? I don't know. It's dumb. Yeah. I, I, I was loving the match. Like you said, I was loving it until... Yeah. Until the, the Kendall sick. Like, just give her the fucking win. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like what are you protecting with, you know, Io Shirai? I think Charlotte's leaving soon. To get, I think she's done NXT soon. They're going to put on either Io Shirai or um, Ripley again. Just give her a fucking win, yeah. then. 
If it's if it's not Io Shirai, have her beat Io Shirai. If it's not Rhea Ripley, have Rhea Ripley there and have her beat it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Give her the fucking win instead of Kendo Stick. Oh, you know what this is gonna fucking be? Triple threat. A tri- triple yeah. fucking threat. Like yeah, it's dumb. Man, come on. Um, yeah, this one I didn't like that. This was pissing me off. Um, like you said, the match up to that point, and yeah. I was like, yeah. And then yeah, and I did. I thought it was funny when she was arguing with Io Shirai leaving the ring. She's like, shut up. Yeah. Oh, shut up. She kept telling her to shut up. I was like, oh okay. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I was hoping for to, for it to be a better end. But yeah, whatever. All right, next up, three. I give it three snarks though for effort. Three, three and a half because I'll. Three and a half before the candlestick. All right, next up. Um, interim tag cruiserweight tournament match. Kushida defeated Jake Atlas by submission with an armbar. Uh, I love this. I thought yeah. this was... These cruiserweight matches have been really good. Yeah, for NXT, this was probably my match of the night. Um, yeah, I loved it. The, the catching the Jake Atlas off the top rope yeah. like that. I was fucking awesome. I thought it was great. Um... Uh, three and three quarters. Same here. Alright, Finn Balor cut up. I like how they're cutting the promos now. They're not doing it in the ring. They're doing it like in a little table up by the ramp. Yeah, that was weird. The, yeah, I don't know why. The, the podium I, thing. I guess like, they're doing that to get away from in the ring talking to nobody. Oh, so just having to the side talking to nobody. Yes. Makes sense. I guess. <laughs> so cut the promo about about whoever attacked him won't get the push you expect and we'll get a squash instead. How about just don't do promos like that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a weird promo. Alright, um, next week, Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher defending versus the Imperium for the tag titles. So next week. Alright. I got a feeling they're gonna, they're gonna put it on Imperium. Since Pete Dunne is not there. I think Timothy Thatcher... I wouldn't mind. I think, I think Thatcher's gonna turn on Matt Riddle. Possibly. And cost him the belts. Yeah, possibly. Because wasn't Tim Thatcher in... Yeah, ring comp. So I got a feeling he's gonna join them. Since Walter's not here, maybe he joins him to be that third man. So Walter, come, no, because Walter's still stuck in England. That's true, maybe. All right, um, we had another squash match. Cameron Grimes defeated Denzel DeJournet, which I just fast forwarded. which I fast forwarded through, and then he then after the match was over, Grimes cut a promo how he deserves to be in NXT right now. Called up Finn Balor. Finn Balor comes out. They have an altercation. The setup next week: Finn Balor versus Cameron Grimes. Yeah, that I know you fast forward through it. The match was actually fine. Um, I, I, I I I thought I was gonna like Cameron Grimes. Oh, it's all right. I, I like him. He's one of the better wrestlers there right now, and characters really. Um, the Dejonay, he, he's another evolve. Well, he's a PC guy who works evolve. It's not really evolve. It's one of the PC guys. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought the match for a squash that it was. I thought it was fine. I gave it two and three quarters. You know, it wasn't great or anything like that. Well, like that, incomplete because I didn't watch it. Yeah. All right, m- main event. NXT Championship match. Adam Cole defeated Velveteen Dream. Bobby Fischer, Roderick Strong tried to get involved, but Dexter Loomis attacked them. How, the, the one that, I think Dexter Loomis caused Velveteen's match because at one point, Vel- Roderick was on the rope. You mean the other way around? Dexter Loomis caused, oh, he caused, he caused Velveteen Dream the match. You said, you said, uh, Velveteen calls Loomis the match. No, Loomis calls Velveteen a match. Yeah. He had Loomis hit Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong bumped into the referee. Referee got knocked out. Yeah, ref bump and finish. Well, Velveteen uh, Dream. False finishes. Velveteen Dream did the purple rainmaker. Adam Cole. Referee was knocked out. And then after the referee got, got 
back, and of course the last shot for the win. Yeah. I up until like that weird ending, the match was. I liked the match. Yeah, the match was fine, but uh, why? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know what. Like, I don't know. I, I they should have like, had Adam Cole win it decisively. Yeah, just have him win it, like. You know what I'm saying? Especially with everything that's going on with Velveteen, with yeah. his situation in life. Um, just give him the definitive win. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I'm sure most fans would want to see that. Yeah. You know, I, I just, other than that, like you said, match was fine. Match was great. It might be my NXT match of the night. Until that ending. I was just like, what the fuck? You know? Which was a lot of these matches here. <laughs> it was like three. It had some... Funny finish, yeah. fast finish. That's thing. starting to bother. I'm, I'm starting to notice that too a little yeah. bit. Like they seem to be doing that an awful lot lately. And I, oh. yeah, they always, I mean, it's WWE NXT style. They always do that. You know, that and uh, let's interrupt each other while doing a promo. Right. Or the, the only thing that I don't see them doing Ooh. yet is like if you're in a match and, and your opponent's music plays, like you get distracted completely. I don't see NXT really doing that. They do that. Yeah, they've done that before. I, um, I don't remember that. So yeah, so that's my card. And yeah. AEW. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh no, I did like NXT. I thought it was, thought it was fun. Regardless, you know, regardless of the problems I had, um, I thought they they put on a good show. Um, AEW. Uh, Cody Rose versus Joey Janela, uh, and uh, this was a r- really good match. Joey Janela, um, I don't know what it was, but I guess he was just itching to get back into the fucking ring, you know? Because Joey Janela was just like super fucking selling. He was like killing himself in this ring. Um, Joey Janela introduced something I've never seen before. You know, you seeing people with leg tassels, right? Like, like boot tassels yeah. on, their, on their boots. I've never seen dick tassels. <laughs> <laughs> he had it right there in his crotch. Tassels on his crotch area. I was like, oh, okay. You know, that's Joey Janela's style. Um, but ever since he, I guess, didn't sign back with AEW, because he's, he's focusing more on Game Changer, for the last I read about him, um, he's been better. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I enjoyed this match a lot. Uh, Cody won with a like surprise crossroads. Um, I give it three and three quarters. I like that a lot. Uh, me too. I don't. I think Cody should not be wrestling again until his match with Lance Archer. Same thing for Lance Archer. They should just be neither one of them should be seen on wrestling matches again until then. Why? I don't know why because they're both and they keep. I, I mean, like Cody's got, he's got a big match coming up in the next in a couple of weeks against Lance Archer. You had a problem confrontation with Lance Archer because his brother got assaulted. Yeah. They just keep them off TV until pay per view. I, I I don't think it it means anything if they put him on TV. Yeah. You know, especially and he should have str- struggled against Joey Janela. Look, I like Joey Janela. I do. But you know one of those matches with Joe, you know, they got some offense and then Cody finished him. Like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here for business. If he struggles this much against Joey Janela, he's gonna struggle even more against Lance Archer. I would have had not that's me- the story. You think it's gonna be easy to fight Joey Janela? I mean, um, Lance Archer? Right, but I would have had him beat Joey Janela pretty quick. Like, I, the match went on too long. That was my only complaint about it. Uh, nah, I no, I thought it was like a good enough time. Um, 
Cody Rhodes, blah, blah, Tony Schiavone, interviews Nyla Rose, um, who just basically yells at him and tells him to go sit his ass down and do his job or she does her job. Uh, she's good at these interview promos. Like when she starts yelling like crazy, like I, I'm legit scared of her. Um, and then she comes into the ring to do a squash match. I kind of like that. It's kind of NWA-ish, you know, interview and then back in, and right. then into a match. I, I enjoyed that. Um, and she fights Kenzie Page and destroys her. Yeah. Um, with a, a double beast bomb. Um, it was more than two. Like it was like three or so beast bombs. Um, so I thought that was cool. Got for a squash. I, I'll give it three. Gentleman's three squash. Uh, but it was cool seeing her back. Before that, they did uh, a video package that really got me back into the women's division here. Because um, they had that HBO guy, the voice who does the twenty four sevens and shit yeah. like that. And and they read. They did this whole package video package like redoing like telling like reintroducing us to the women's division you know showing Britt Baker and Sheeta and uh, Chris Statland and all these other people who are now trying to gun for um, Nala Rose's title so I did I, I did enjoy that you know and, and AW has been great with their video packages uh, so Nala Rose defeats Kenzie Page three smart three snark match blah blah, blah. squash uh, MJF cuts a promo uh, from a green screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it was a good promo. I did like how he was name-calling some shit. Like, he talked about The Rock, Roddy Piper, Flair. Um, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, like, there's a world outside of AEW. You know, like, it's not just AEW. You know? Other things existed. Um, I thought that was cool. I, I, I thought the promo was a bit too long. Uh, but I think... I, I think he's a great promo guy, so I thought it was cool. Uh, I lost my spot. Uh, Sean Spears also caught up, cut up the promo. I'm not sure if it was right after the MJF thing. I don't remember. I can't. I don't know the order of these things, but yeah, Sean Spears did a, actually another really good promo um, against Cody, and I, I just like how Cody has all these stories that are in place for him. You know, he still has problems with Spears. He still has problems with MJF. That's going to come back. You know, he has problems with Jericho still. You know, now he has this current thing that he's focusing on is Lance Archer. You know, there's a story with Darby Allen that he has to deal with. Like, he has all these stories. And it's why I think he'll be the one that's going to win. Because then all those stories just line up for him to be defending the title against. You know, you know he'll defend against Spears. He'll defend against Darby. He'll defend against uh, whoever else. You know, so I think, yeah, I think that might. I, I'm thinking Cody's gonna win it, um, but that was a good promo from Sean Spears. John Moxie has a match with Frankie Kazarian, and it was a very, very good match, very like professional style match. I liked it a lot. Gave it three and a half, um, and then what you thought of that? It was a good match. I, I it was good. Yeah. I don't. I guess only the Moxie wrestles on TV would set up the main set up his yeah. next feud. I, I like when after this ended after he defeat he defeats Frankie Kazarian with the the paradigm shift, and um, after that the the Dark Order comes out, uh, not looking like a Dark Order anymore. They all got 
gear and shit like that looking now. And they all look fucking brolic now. Um, they destroy Moxie. Brody comes out and basically demands, you know, a, a title shot. And Moxie, in a very cool, kind of funny way, he's like, dude, all he had to fucking do was ask. You know? Yeah, he had to fucking do a beatdown on me. Uh, and then you have what, you know, I think they announced already that it's going to be Brody Lee and Del Moxie for the title yeah. at Double Nothing. Yeah. What, what's your problem with Go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a second. Hold on. Give me a second. Hold on. When AEW debuted, mm-hmm. one of the things that said, oh, we're going to be different. We're not going to push former WWE guys. We're going to push our own guys. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to be different. say that they're not going to push WWE guys. They won't push them as stars. So the first big title If they're stars coming in, they're going to be stars. That's how it works. They have all the... <sighs> So far, every title match has been Jericho, Cody, Moxley, and Luke Harper. So now we got Luke Harper and Dean Ambrose main eventing in AEW pay-per-view. No. I'm sorry, no. What no. do you mean, no? What, what's no. wrong with that? I'm going to fall on my sword on this one. All these people that have been... Oh, why? Explain yourself. You're just making sounds with your mouth. <laughs> I don't get the bro- I don't get the Brody Lee. I don't get it. Why, why are you giving him a title match before other people that have been there longer? Why is he he's there? <sighs> it's still fucking shit going down. You th- I I don't think this would have happened if we weren't in the situation that we are now. You know what I'm saying? I think it's he's there and it, and he is the the right now he is one of the big stars there, and and they need to sell pay per view money. Why not give Jericho his rematch? Jericho has Why not give Kenny Omega a title match? Bang my page ain't there. Why not give Kenny Omega a title match? Because he's not in the title run for it. And how is Brody Lee in a title run? How is he not? How is he? You're saying how is he not, but how is he? He's the one to get the title match. How is he more worthy of a title match over than Kenny Omega, Jericho? Because he... Jericho... Because And I know you're going to hate on this... If you look at the rankings, Jericho is only has one win this year. Singles. But he was the former champion. Doesn't he get a rematch? I don't know if they even have that rule. Since you mentioned the rankings, let's talk about that. I Look, I got no problem with using rankings. I got no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I think I would take the rankings more seriously. Let's say they... AEW said to use the Pro Wrestling Illustrated ranking. You know, Pro Wrestling Illustrated comes out every month and they have their top 10 rankings. Yeah. Why don't they use that? The AEW present the Pro Wrestling Illustrated presents the AEW top 10. Why would they base it on that? Why not? It's, it seems like it would be more... Not, what is that based on? What is their current rankings based on? Wins and losses. But the, but, uh, but the, the guys that aren't even ranked in the top 10 are getting title matches. Who? Brody Lee. <laughs> He's in the top five. Who did he beat? He beat. It should be it should be quality and competition. See, that's the problem with the rankings. This is the problem with the rankings. Wins. Okay, <laughs> the win, they're getting wins. Okay, yeah. but if you're beating, if all you're beating is jobbers, those aren't wins. How are they not wins? Because you're not. They're not. But you're not beating a legit if competition. Beat, uh, it should be quality and competition as well as quantity. 
So you're saying that Brody Lee beating two Ham and Eggers, the court the great Bobby Heenan, mm-hmm. is worth more than Jericho beating Scorpio Sky. Because it's two wins instead of one. In this situation, yes. No. Because who the fuck else is there? For him to beat. Give Scorpio Sky the title shot. He hasn't been had any singles title. Then maybe give shot. I mean any like singles matches yet. Like who who who's here? This is this is it. With the current situation going on, but this th- is what you get. Give MJF the title shot. Who has he he's not in the rankings? Who? Who does he beat? But I don't get the bright look. Then don't have Moxie have a title match then. But it's but, double or nothing. But you have Brody, to sell it. But Brody he Lee sells money. Brody Lee sells money. That's a hot ticket. People want to see Brody Lee. Makes people me, enjoy Brody Lee. You may not, but a lot of people fucking do. You know what I'm saying? And that is a major fucking title shot now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and it works in their rankings. They rank them up. Because right now it's. Cody's number one. Kenny is number two. Then why do you give Kenny a title shot? But he's... Then he, he he's going to have to take the L for that. He's not going to win against John Moxie. He's the... So basically, basically they're just feeding Brody Lee to John Moxley so he can get a title win on that double or nothing. Yeah, that is my problem is that how, Brody Lee's not going to win this. Unless he does. But I don't think he is Brody going to win. My problem is now what do you do with Brody Lee? So we'll see after, see, but because we don't know what they're gonna do if, like, if he wins, that'll be fucking weird. But I'm what like, did they do? Yeah, like, what did they yeah. You're um, like okay, Brody Lee won. Okay, you no, know, but I kind of don't think he is. I think John Moxley is who they're they're putting it on his shoulders right now. Um, but again, back to the ranking. Like, it's Cody's number one, but he can't go for the, the world title. He, that's why I didn't mention Cody's name. But he's, Cody's got a title match anyway. Yeah, but he's number one. He's, he's, but he can't go for that title because the he lost that match with Jericho. MJF. I'm sorry, right? MJF. Um, Kenny is number two, I believe, but he's in the tag division, so he's not putting himself in that. Um, there is a number three there, but I think it's the same. Oh, Lance is number three, but he's in the title. He's match. in the t- that other title match. And then it's then it's Brody Lee, so he's next in fucking line. What? And then I forgot who number five is. I can't remember. I, I think s- it might be Scorpio Scott. I can't remember. Who I got five s- is. when I saw Brody Lee, I'm like, really? I'm like, bro, really? Because <laughs> least, look, at least here's another problem with it. One of my things is that you've noticed that you know that I hate when we kind of know who's gonna win it going in. At least if it was Kenny Omega versus Moxley, you could say, oh, maybe Kenny Omega's going to win this. Maybe they'll give him the title. Maybe they will. Like, you know, the, the, mm. you, you would have some doubt who's going to win it. But with Moxley and Brody, you know Moxley's going to win. Unless they completely swerve us the opposite way, which we don't see happening. Well, we don't, but this is AW. We don't know their booking patterns yet or how they decide to book things. Dude, I bet you a month's salary and Mox is going to win this match. Come All on. right. That's on the line. I'm not betting it, though. Because <laughs> so you know like, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you're talking good fucking game. <laughs> can't be careful what your money in your mouth is. Well, I'm just saying, at least if it's Kenny Omega, you could say, okay, you know, maybe they're going to pull the pull, pull the tree on giving Omega the belt. There is some doubt. Like, you don't know. But, probably, you kind of know. That's fine, though. Like, sometimes... 
the simplest decision is the best decision. Like if you put Kenny there, you're just giving Kenny the L, even though it's up in the air. Or they could just put the belt on Kenny Omega. Which would be fine, but then he's going to have to be in two divisions right now when he's fully focused on that tag division. What they could do, what about this? Now Kenny Omega teamed up with Matt Hardy in the main, at the main event of the show. Mm-hmm. Have them lose the tag belts. Hear me, hear my booking out. Hear this out. You got to listen to the thing. Have them lose the belts to Santana and Ortiz. Right? Okay. Then Kenny Omega goes into... Then Kenny Omega ends up taking a title shot, beats Moxley for the belt. Right? Let me, fin- let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. When Hangman comes back, he can turn on Kenny Omega goes, look, goes, you lost our belts. You, it was your job for us to keep the belts. It was your job to hold on the belts until I came back. And you set up that feud. I mean, sh- I mean that's, that is a feud that he can do, but I, I don't know. Like, I, like, I don't think Kenny wants to be in that. Is Adam Page ready for that? Like, he isn't, in, he hasn't been on TV for a while, and then you're just going to take the title off of him and stuff like that. I don't think yeah, I wouldn't do that. So, what do you do? Sorry, it's all right. So, that's another question. What do you do with the AW tag belts? Is that Kenny Omega with random partners like the NXT is doing? They can try to do that. Or, or just put them on hold, do something different than what WWE does, and just say, "Look, all right, because of the situation, we're gonna put this this division on hold. You can still fight for your ranking and stuff like that." And then once the, you can the say that, I guarantee you, it's gonna be Matt Hardy and Kenny Omega defend those belts. Like I almost guarantee it. I don't know, like we don't, because we don't know how they want to do it. They may want to be different than WWE and not do a interim bullshit type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I saw the whole Brody Lee thing, I was pissed off immediately. Like, really, Brody Lee? Oh. It's a hot ticket. People want to see that. They gotta sell pay per views, so they knew what they were gonna do. They knew who they have. And this is how you sell it. You know what I'm saying? You can't put on Kenny because you're just gonna give him an L for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Or you just give the belt. I guess you just give the belt to Kenny. Or give then you give him John Moxley. If you're gonna look, your idea is that maybe those put the whole tag division on hold. Maybe they put the tag division on hold, give Kenny the world title to, to defend until the tag division starts coming back. But you just give him something to defend. It's going to feel like he's just holding it until everything's back to normal or something like that. Or maybe you give Kenny the belt and say, you know what? Maybe Kenny's time to have the belt. And have Moxie chasing the belt. But I don't think that's Kenny's thing. I think Kenny wants to focus on building other people up. I don't think he's wants. I don't think he cares to be like a world champion. You know, I'm sure he'll get there eventually, but I think Kenny is happy with building Adam Page up. Yeah. You know? I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, look, I get it. Look at the situation. I get everybody's kind of everything's kind of up in the arm. I get that. I do. But they could have been better than Brody though. That is my opinion. No, Brody's good. Brody's a hot ticket. Brody's coming hot, and. and there's history here. If you want to go by that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I guess. All right, I'm gonna continue. <laughs> Please. I All guess. you gotta do is keep making noises with your mouth. This is like a very ASMR episode of Smarky Geeks. Yeah, it's just I like I, if the, the whole thing's leaving a bad taste in my mouth, kind of. Uh, next up. Where was it? John Moxley defeats Frankie Kazarian. Oh. That was a great match. I gave it three and a half snarks. 
Um, where I started? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have. I talked about. Oh yeah, this one was weird. So we have another good uh, squash match ish with uh, Lance Archer versus uh, QT Marshall. Uh, with QT Marshall getting uh, destroyed by um, Lance Archer. Fine match. It was good. Three and a half Starks. And it was then, a good squash match. Yeah, no complaints. It was, it was a good squash match. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, uh, the, the thing about this was uh, Jake the Snake Roberts was there. As you know, if you heard my, my nickname at the beginning of this, um, what is that? That happened last week, that explosion. Yeah, I don't know. If the oh, that could be a transformer, like the electricity transformer, not an actual yeah, I, robot I, I, transformer. I know what you meant. <laughs> um, anyway, back to this. Yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts came out, he was wearing a mask for like three seconds, and well, he wore it for the entire during the entire match. No, he he pulled it down. No, no. When he, three seconds, he sat down, and as soon as the camera went on him, he just pulled it right. No, down. No, no, he didn't. He had it on for a while during that match. Cause I was watching it. And the reason I, I know he's what because I remember thinking in my head, "Wow, he's wearing a mask during the match." And he must have kept pulling it up and pulling it out because he pulled it down. Like, a, as soon yeah, as he sat end. down. But no, I, well, I was then, then there was a moment where he was on his phone and then he pulled it down and again while he was on his phone. I noticed he had it on for quite a while. He must have kept pulling it down. Maybe. Pulling it up, pulling it down. So probably someone was like, yo, put your mask back on, put your mask back You know, and then he put it back up. Then he got a note with it, pulled it back down, you know. It probably one of those situations. Um, so after the squash, um... Britt Baker destroyed um, DDTs, a nasty DDT to um, uh, Brandy Rhodes, and uh, I guess knocked her out. Throws her in the ring, and then out of nowhere, which popped me when I saw it, uh, Jake the Snake comes out with a snake, a snake uh, which was cool. I was like, oh shit! I stood up. I was like, yes, this is what I've been waiting to see. You know, I was hoping it would be like in a bag or something like that, but no, he brought out the snake. And he puts it on top of her. And then he, I guess he shows off his uh, DDP yoga skills. And he like gets on top of her and dry humps her or something. Yeah. I was like, this is weird. Oh, but you didn't talk about with before the match, Brandy cut a promo. Oh, great promo. Yeah. Yeah, like talking about Jake yeah. Roberts, how, you know, it's not the 90s anymore. Yeah, keep And he goes, you know, you know, you kick women. He goes, well, I go, I'll slap you back. I'll slap you back, yeah. Yeah, she cuts great promos. Yeah, which makes you wonder, like, why did they ever do that fucking nightmare collective shit? Yeah, like, like if this is her niche and this is what she's good at, why did they make her do that? Why did she want to do that? That nightmare collective bullshit. Um, but yeah, that was great. Um, See, I wouldn't have a problem with the nightmare collective if she was that kind of leader, where she like you never saw her, but she always cut these promos and sent her minions out to destroy people. Well, I just didn't like it was all that was more of the whole mystical shit that they were yeah. doing remember they did like a whole thing where she was doing like voodoo stuff and summoned um, uh, Awesome Khan like what is this yeah and, and Awesome Khan would cut, cut of hair for a yeah, collection yeah, was, like, I, like, I didn't mind that I like that like a little trophy from defeating but why make it like some weird voodoo shit I don't know it was weird um but yeah, so yeah, Jake the Snake came this out. This is so weird watching this. Yeah, Jake the Snake came out. He dry humps Brandy Rhodes, which I thought was weird. Um, he stepped on the snake's tail. I didn't notice that. Snake's tail. Is it? Is that a tail? Do snakes have tails? 
Is that what it is? I don't know. Because they're just head and then tail. Yeah. It's body. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. On the bottom part of a snake. Um, the butt. The ass of... I guess it would be the tail. Would it? Is it though? Like, I guess it's, so. it's just a head and then tail. I guess... I guess... It's the head. I guess at some point we can look, look at us becoming animals. This is what you come to listen to about like snake biology when you come to listen to Smart Kids. I'm going to look it up for next week, but I think it's probably the head. I guess the middle part's the body. I guess the end is the tail. But it's all just one thing. Continue the show. <laughs> this is going to bother I'm not going to try to figure we'll Look uh, it up later. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of weird. I feel like Jake the Snake just overthought the 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 bit you know yeah. I think it would have been fine if he just dropped the snake on her and then let, and then took it off later Yeah. but doing that whole thing where he's just over her it came a little, cre- came a little creepy like, you know what but it did kind of fit his character a little bit though I guess yeah I guess but I was like oof um, other than that great little segment great little thing uh, and after that you have the main event with Chris Jericho Sam Guevara and Kenny Omega and Matt Hardy in a t- tag team street fight uh, and I actually love this. Uh, this was fun. Uh, this went all over the place without it dragging all over the place. And Matt Hardy changed outfits a couple times. That I didn't like. I hated that. That I was like, ugh. Because at one point, Kenny Omega threw Matt Hardy in the back and came out by himself. Then Matt Hardy comes out later dressed as the original Matt Hardy. Yeah. And then he did it again later on. I'm like, ugh. He, he, he became different versions of himself. Like, he yeah, was, like I like the... That ascension-looking version that he started with. Yes. Like he, he came out the tights with the little skirty thing in the front. Uh, so I thought, like you know, if that's his gear, I could I could live with that gear. I thought that was good. Um, yeah. And then at one point he came out as version one, and then and then he comes out of the ice box as the Mascus, the newest version yeah. of him or whatever. I didn't like that part. Uh, they didn't overdo it, you know. At least it was like out of sight, and then. He yeah. comes back as, and then it's out of sight again. And then he comes back as something else. But at least it, you didn't see him be like changing, like oh, you know, some bullshit, like or whatever. Um, but the match itself, I thought, was just a lot of fucking fun, and th- you, we got to see the bump of all fucking bumps with Sammy Guevara taking oh, that fucking shot from the the golf cart. I saw that. I was like, goddamn. I've rewinded that shit like twenty times. <laughs> I don't think that was a bump. I think he really got hit by that fucking thing. Like it, it like holy shit. Luckily, I think we watched the show. He's back up and and running around. But he really took that shit hard. He yeah. took the bump of bumps. Give that man some Panera bread. Um. The, but it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of jeans, <laughs> in this match. Um, I heard a lot of people. Kenny Omega himself comparing, like saying, like. This is DDT style. I'm like, that's not. I mean, it's DDT is a Japan promotion. Uh, they do a lot of like gimmicky stuff like this, you know, street fights and other stuff like that. I'm like, but this match style of match has been done before here. Like, 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 how is this new? Yeah. But, but I did love the dangerous bumps that was on here. Kenny Omega did that fucking awesome moonsault off, off, off the, the um the, the, that, yes the, the thing the lift the, yeah the lift thank you. Um, the one thing I will say, they moved the back to to wrestling where the Jacksonville Jaguars play. Yeah. Matter of fact, during during the um, main event, you could see the Jacksonville Jaguars arena. Yeah. Like you know, the, you know the you could see the tunnel to the field. Yeah, they were at dailies. I kind of liked it better in Georgia. Yeah, you told me the QT Marshall thing. I liked. I mean, now seeing it live 
I mean, they, they put like production people in the crowd to give the give a crowd. But they had a lot more people too, yeah. Yeah, but it felt more. It felt more intimate in the. You didn't notice the empty seats, as, the empty arena as much in the QT Marshall's gym. Yeah. And because it's, it is kind of a big place, you did see a lot of empty seats. Yeah. And, the, and it didn't. And you, the sounds was a lot more deafening. If that makes any sense. Not to me, like, because they don't. They take the sound out of the ring, right? You know, but they don't. You're not hearing that sound. You're just hearing the commentary. Right. We'll talk about that. I notice more the lack of audience. It popped more here than when they were in QT Marshall's gym. I, I, I feel like that's because you and other people like you are looking at that stuff. Like, why are you looking at the empty seats? Look at the fucking fight. You know no, what I'm but you but you hear it though. Not in AEW because they take that out and they take the sound out of the ring and then they put it. In the into the audience, not the audience, um, the commentators and stuff like that. And that's why the commentators never shut up now. They don't shut the fuck up. And that's why uh, Jericho was so fucking great. Like he just wouldn't shut up. And that's why Morrow was great too. Is great because he just doesn't shut up. You know, he just keeps on, he keeps going crazy, he keeps going crazy and stuff like that. And that's great for what this is. Um, the the thing that AEW does on top is he he lo- they lower the sound in the audience to a point where. You mostly hear the commentators. You don't hear the that deafening sound, the the that what's it, I don't know what you call it, that that kind of static like that. Sh- right, right, you know, right. You don't you don't really hear that, you know. And then when you got the commentators constantly fucking talking, if there is any like static or static silence or whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's being talked over by the commentators. That's why the I, I always go back to it the the match with um. Moxie and Hager was so fucking bad. It was because you only had Jr. and that Jr. was just talking every so often, and it was very quiet. That's where you that match you hear the fucking silence, and that I didn't like that, especially from AEW when AEW apparently figured out the the empty arena how to do it, and then they did this, you know the the Moxie match, you know. So I. I but for this, I think I thought it was fine. And especially for this, since it was rolling all over the place, I thought it was fine. The the street fight. The street fight I gave three and three quarters. I thought it was uh, fun. I thought it was a lot three of Three and a half. It was good. It was um, three and a half. And then uh, Jericho wins. Um, that, the, the finish was kind of rushed. Because uh, they were live again. I guess they were like, we only got one minute. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Jericho hits the elbow. You know? Judas effect, yeah. The Judas effect. Um other than that I thought everything was great the fucking super bumps were fucking awesome and then uh, the inner circle was all back together again uh, which was cool and then they're just flipping off everyone at the end I thought that was a great ending too yeah it was where they were at the the, the arena and then you see the inner circle thing and everyone was just flipping each other um, the live the, the audience off and shit like that thought that was awesome um, match of the night for AE Dubs I'm going to give to Cody and Janela. Um, match and I all together, I'm going to give to Kushida and Jake Atlas. Show of the night, I'm going to give to AEW. Just for interest level. I think, I think we're back to that kind of place where NXT is just going to have the better matches now again. And AW for me, it's just gonna be a better build to things and stuff like that, a better build to like stories and stuff like that. Um, 
and just more interesting um, for me and uh, which is great at least for now um, one I wanted to mention the commentating on, on AEW uh, we got JR back and Excalibur back and Shivani all back together as one team I instantly missed Jericho as commentary. <laughs> um, JR wasn't bad JR, but it was JR. Yeah. So I was like, Ugh. He did have that one line during the um, yeah, the main event. He had a bunch the of lines. Tonight, where um, no, only one stood out to me. I guess at one point somebody got thrown into the ice machine and JR's like, Jericho was on ice, literally. I'm like, yeah. He got put on ice, literally. literally. I'm like, ugh. And then you hear Tony Schiavone like, oh. <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. And then there was another line where I kind of appreciate that he pulls from real life, but he he talked about it was about Kenny Omega and Kenny Omega. He's like, look, Kenny Omega's here, everybody. See, everyone says that he's never around, but look at him, he's around. Blah blah. blah. I'm like, like why why you bitch about the fans? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. You know. Uh, but other than that I thought he was on point for the most part. Um, and then of course you have Excalibur and Shivani keeping them on point I like Shivani's little comments like when everything goes off the rails a little bit he's like we're back together <laughs> oh boy <laughs> that's Shivani I love Shivani um, I think a good team would be maybe if, if Jericho's not gonna quit anytime soon um, Taz and Shivani would be a good team yeah um, other than that that's my card Right. What's your show tonight? Uh, um, no wrong answers. No wrong answers except the one you're gonna say. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Probably NXT. Look, AEW was good, mm-hmm. but the whole Brody Lee thing rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. <laughs> that kind of I'm like, oh really? <laughs> and like that was that, that kind of that kind of knocked it down for me a little bit. Like yeah. But NXT definitely had a great show. I had two great cruiserweight matches. The um, Velveteen Dream, um, Madam Cole match was great up to the ending. You know, it, it was a weird ending. Mm-hmm. We had Charlotte Io Shirai was a great match. They had Buell Karrion Cross. I hope they don't keep that intro for every week. Coming. You know what it is? Yeah, I know. You know what the worst part about that is? He's going to have to do a run-in one of these days. <laughs> and it's going to be that long answer is first before he does the run-in. Because that's how they do it. Remember they did that with Rhea Ripley? Yeah. She's doing a run-in, but she had to do her whole entrance where she does the stomp and everything and then runs in to save, I think, Bianca Belair. That's one thing that, I mean, AEW kind of did a little bit this week. They kind of did, they brought the entrances back a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But NXT's got to stop doing entrances for every wrestler again. Like, cut Tony entrances down. Well, tone them down so they're not like, like, you know, you know, waving to the fans that are I, not there, you know? Especially... For an NXT because there are no fans that are there. Right. You know, don't, you know, at least with AW, if they wave to the fans, they're waving to someone that's there. And then you can hear those people, you know. I'm sorry, with AW, you know, they're waving to people that are there if they if they even do wave. Um, oh, look up New Day's wearing um, armaments at XW, Xavier Woods. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, what are we watching right now? We're watching actual Money in the Bank. Yeah, the new one, the kickoff, right? The, no, it's the actual show. What is the actual show? Yeah, the kickoff, the kickoff match, which we which we forgot about, was Jeff Hardy and Cesaro. Okay. Which I kind of wanted to watch. I'm gonna go back and watch that. 
This is not a bad match, though. I mean, watching it while we've been talking. Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. It's... Hate to say it, I mean, the, having the ladders out there and everything with the lights, it helps a little bit. I guess. A little That's bit. why they put it out there. Yeah. So I mean, shit out. Not a lot, but a little bit, though. Yeah. Kind of because it takes up space. I think one of my biggest problems with the place you watch SmackDown is you, the space, you notice the space. Yeah. This helps a little bit. We don't have the volume on, so I don't know what it sounds like. Yeah. But, but yeah, like this is just. But it, look, I mean, you got the the loot the what are they call Lucha, Lucha House Party. Lucha House Party, yeah. And you got Miz, Miz and Morrison. Morrison. You got the New the Day. New and you Day. got um Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of goes to the point of what the revolt was saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it's a, it's a fatal four way for the title. You know, like who cares? Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, let's, let's throw this to a close. Well, I guess they did because you gotta have a fatal four way because you, you still have the money in the bank match, and that's gonna you know it's gonna take a while. You can just have a a, a fucking good tag team match. Is yeah, it, they're not giving them a lot of time. How, how long is this gonna be? Like fucking fifteen minutes, maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, have a fifteen minute good tag match. I guess you know, have the Forgotten Sons because they're actually really good. Um, and who who are the tag champs anyway? New day. New day. And a new day. That would be a fucking good match. Yeah. Give them 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, I guess. So fucking do a fucking fatal four-way? Come on. Bullshit. <laughs> Don't get me angry, John. I'm already, I'm already angry. So. Fucking draw this to a close, man. All right, guys. <laughs> um, Thank you again for joining us. Don't forget, please, as always, keep it in the ring. Two.